The Whiteout Podcast, Episode 3. We're back after a couple games. We figured, you know, let's go on another episode. We're back. We're ready to go. Uh, Noah, how you doing? Pretty good. A little tired today, but always ready to talk Jets. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, so I mean, honestly, since we did our last podcast, they, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The Jets are, it's so up and down with this team that it frustrates the crap out of me. But I'm pumped. I'm, uh, I feel, I feel good about the team. I mean, we can talk about just the game last night. I was blown away with how good this team looked. How about yourself? Yeah, like you said, it's either, uh, the highest highs or the lowest lows. There's no tight games yet for the Jets so far this year. Um, I guess maybe the Rangers win was tight for close to 60 minutes there for a bit. But, yeah, it seems like they either win big or they lose big. Um, last night, great game by the Jets. They came out. They they shut out the St. Louis Blues, a team that isn't easy to play against. But uh, the prior game before Toronto – they maybe let their emotions get the better of them, and uh, Toronto beat them pretty handily. So it's hard to get a nice grip on the Jets and really understand what they are, but I guess that's any NHL franchise right now. You're still in the feeling out process. Yeah, so I mean, going over the game from yesterday, everything was on point. I, I don't know, maybe a little bit uh, of the breakout. That was the only thing that was like a little bit iffy, but the rest of the game, Hellebuck was amazing. Uh, the offense was really good. I feel like Kyle Connor, like he's doing everything right. Like he, he sort of reminds me of Austin Matthews right now where they do everything right. They're playing really well, but just, they can't find those goals. They can't find the shot. So I Kyle Connor was robbed of a penalty shot yesterday. Yeah, he was big time. Yeah. Robbed of a penalty shot. Sorry, go on. No. So yeah, it, you know what? I think that'll all come. I think even when he gets going, it's, it'll be even better, even more offense. Defensively, it's not going to overly change a whole bunch, but offensively, we should start seeing uh, more production out of him. Um, yeah, the the four one loss against Toronto. I don't know. To me, I watched that game, and I think that game could have gone either way. A couple bounces go our way, a couple don't go their way. There was a really bad penalty, a really bad penalty call that sort of screwed us. And so, you know, a couple, couple of those plays go the other way and it's, it, it's a different game. I think they, they really didn't play that bad. I won't really say a whole lot else about that. It was just tough. It was a tough game to like watch as a fan because you're like, ah, we could be winning this game. Definitely a controversial call. And I know in the fans of the Jets did not agree with it. I didn't agree with it. I'm, I consider myself somewhat of a fan. Uh, I definitely don't like the Leafs. That's for sure. No matter which way I swing. But the Leafs, they came out to play. They had the finish. I mean, it, it can't all just be on one bad call, right? It's a 4-1 hockey game. Like, the, the Jets need to show up a little bit more than they did in the last two periods. But like you said, I think they probably could have won that game if they just get a break or two to go their way. But that's hockey yeah. um, really early in the year. Yeah, because we uh, we yeah. see we see the bounce play, I think, where Samson mishandles the puck behind the net. Uh we try to slide it in somehow in all the whatever it doesn't go in the net and you know that one goes in it changes the next bunch of you know the next bunch of the game so it's tough i mean then we move on to you know the bad loss to vegas i didn't think this was a very good game played but 
you know, you're going to have every, you know, once in a while where you don't come out your best. So I think two out of the three, we played really good hockey. Yeah. And going into that environment in Vegas, right? It's a tough place to play in, especially at the start of the year. You're getting your feet under you on the road. It was a late game, too, if we're going to give them somewhat of a break. But not many positives to draw from that game. And then with the Leafs, like you said, a break or two goes our way. We might win that game. But then last night against the Blues, what can you say? Like, they, they showed up. And that's, that's Jets hockey. When they are playing their best, that's how they can do it. Connor Hellebuck after the game riding the stick. Phenomenal. Love to see the personality from the Vesna winner there. And uh, he definitely... When you get a shutout, you can do whatever you want, I think, especially if you're Connor Halibut and you're the best player on the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, that's, uh, you know what, it, they came out like it, they had something to prove that game or something. The fire was just lit and uh, it was it was awesome to watch. Like it was just, it like I say, they keep, they keep giving you faith. They keep wanting you to come back because they'll put on a show like they did uh, last game. So it's going to be a very interesting season up and downs. I think quite a bit. We're going to, you know, keep going back to, okay, we might have an episode where we go, Oh wow. You know, they really didn't play well. And then the next week we'll be like, what, where did this team come from again? Like it's, it's going to be a crazy season. I'm pumped. And I'm, I'm well, not they, had a little, they had a little bit of fire lit under them, you know, yesterday with Rick bonus and the whole media availability, he was feeling sick. Maybe they wanted to win one for Rick and they just showed up for nothing. I mean, hopefully it's not like that hopefully that's not what they have to do to get the boys to play their best. But you have to think in the back of their minds, the jets were wanting to win that one for Rick, who was at home watching probably with a, a bowl of soup. Yeah. Going, going on that availability thing. That was just, it was tough. Like it was, you know, you see him trying to battle through and, and I don't know when I get, he wants to prove this team that he's there for them and everything like that. But I think at the end of the day, he's, he's what 65, 60. 68. Oh, 68. So yeah. Yeah. So whatever, either way, you're 68 years old, take some time. Like we don't, you know, instead of being out, you know, two weeks and coming back, then being out two weeks and coming back, just take your month and, and get better. That's just, it's tough to see. It's, uh, that's not something anybody ever wants to, to see happen, especially to their coach. So I think, yeah, maybe it did give the boys a little bit of something to play for. 68 in January. Uh, I get what you're saying too. Take your month, but he's a ho- he's a hockey player. He's a hockey coach. He's trying to tough it out. And at the end of the day, he couldn't. So we'll see when he gets back. Hopefully, Mr. Bonus is healing well, and I'd love to see him behind the bench for a, a Jets win here because he hasn't had one yet. Yeah, no, and that's exactly you know he. I think he he wants he he feels like there's something to prove with this team, and I and I like that about him. I think he, I, I think he's going to do good things for this team, and I think he's going to bring him back. Um, but yeah, so overall, it, w- it was a very good, you know, week or week and a bit now, was it? But, uh, you know, we look ahead now because we can we can praise them all we want. But, you know, we got three games coming up where, I don't know, I, I think for, for me personally, it looks like a easier next three games, but you can't count anybody out, right? Arizona beats Toronto and we have Arizona coming up uh, in the second game on the 28th, so... We got uh, the Kings, then we got the the Oats, and then we got the then we got Vegas again. So, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think we? What What's your predictions? What's your insight into the next three? I'm gonna go two one and zero. 
I do believe these are a couple of easier games, although the Knights already did blow the Jets out of the water. So I'm thinking that's probably the L. I think they should beat the Kings and the Coyotes, though, just based on not only their team on paper, but how they are performing this year as opposed to those teams. But like you said, Coyotes beat the Leafs. Anyone can beat anyone in the National Hockey League on league on any given night, right? So it should be exciting. But with that being said, I think the Jets should come out of this 2-1-0. Yeah, I like that call. I, uh, for me, I think it's, uh, I think we, we come off a high when we beat the Kings. I think that's just, you know, the boys are sort of buzzing right now and I don't think that goes away in one game. So I think if, uh, if we get a bounce going our way immediately, something like that just sparks a little bit of energy again. I think we beat the Kings, the Coyotes we should beat. I don't, again, don't want to count them out, but we should beat them. And you know what? I'm going to go a bold take here and say we go three, you know, I like it. I think they're going to come back to Vegas or against Vegas with a vengeance. Um, but again, like you said, it's, uh, it's all relevant of what we say pretty much. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be in a very interesting week. I'm very excited. Um, I don't know. I don't three know. and three. How are you feeling at three and three? I think that's, Based on the uh, the opponents we've had, that's not even that bad a start. No, I don't hate it at all. Like you you know probably what? don't want three and three heading into like if you're looking at the first six games of the season, you're like ah, you probably don't want to go three and three. But just based on who we've been playing, like I think that's a pretty good start to where we want to end up. Yeah, listen, we could be the Canucks right now, <laughs> and we're not. So we take. We take three and three. I, I think, especially against the teams we played, that's exactly what you said. It's uh, it's good. And I think coming up, you know, we win the next, we win two out of three, we win three out of three, then we're boom. Everybody's pumped. Everybody's excited. They're thinking this is, you know, we can go on a run here. So like I said, it started the year. Lots of things are going to go wrong. Lots of things are going to go great. And it's a lot of just wait and see, wait and see what happens. Wait and see how the boys do. Neil Pionk has been, unreal i uh you know like we said we said he could be a number you know number one number two guy he's our number one guy i would i want to say morris he's been playing well but pionk has been on another level he's been moving he's been just creating plays all over the ice like it's it's very very nice to see well yeah he went danny healy in 07 there in overtime against the avalanche that was unreal i i loved it i loved it especially against the other three players that the avalanche were icing there. Beautiful. Yeah. And the other, uh, sort of, uh, I don't know. Thing I have Logan Stanley's getting beat up out there. Yeah. 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 Logan Stanley. Uh, <laughs> we're giving him a chance here. I mean, you know, he's not my favorite. I, I really, I'm rooting for the guy. I hope he proves me wrong, but I don't, see much of a player there right now he's 24 years old and he hasn't shown what he's gonna be he's supposed to be this big physical guy he never uses his physicality he has two goals and a bunch of games here he's not a scorer uh, i don't think he's a two-way guy i'm looking to, i i want to see what stanley is i'm looking for it i just i can't it's not coming to the surface yet i i don't know his role well in the last couple of games, I see him. I see him go after. You know, he he tries to throw a couple of hits, but he throws a couple of hits and the guys knock him over. You're a big guy, and you're supposed to be the physical presence of our team. 
And when you go out and you see Dubois graded up in the corners, and then you get laid out by a guy that's damn near a foot shorter than you, what are you doing? Logan Stanley, man. He's uh he's an interesting player for the Winnipeg Jets. He's still considered a developing player, which at 24 years old, you don't necessarily want to the defenseman take longer. But I do think this is last chance Texaco for the player. If he doesn't establish himself this year, we could see him being shipped out for a late round pick. Perhaps I, I don't want that. That's selling him short, maybe, but you might just have to move on. Maybe each side needs a fresh start. And I haven't seen anything from Logan Stanley this year so far that has made me feel wrong in my assessment of him not being good enough for this NHL team. Now, I will say I thought Villy should have made the team over him, and maybe he should have. But I did read the fact that uh, Villy was on the ice for a game. He was on the ice in a game for all five goals against that the Moose had over the weekend, I believe. So he's not lighting it up in the A by any means right now. But I think. Logan Stanley just treading water. I don't know if that's good enough. No, you're, you hit the nail on the head. It's uh, we got we have a lot of options, right? It's this isn't a you know a pick your you know go left or right here. It's there's a lot of guys down there. We just gotta you know give them a shot. Give a guy every you know every guy a couple games here and there. There's no saying that we can't give Villy you know we can't bring him up for four games and bring up whoever else, right? Like. Let's but you'd check. have to send someone down, and that's right. There's the waivers. There's the waivers. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And they're not sure on Stanley, and they're not sure on Billy, so they have to wait it out, and they yeah. just gotta play Stanley in the NHL. Yeah, that's right. And the only issue I have with that is how long do we wait before we pull the trigger? And you're right. I think with a three and three record, you're happy with it, but we can't look at it like we're a three and three team, and oh, everything's fine. There's still stuff that we have to address, no matter if we were a 5-0 and team. If a guy's not pulling his weight, we have to make a change. There's, It doesn't matter how good you are in the league. Somebody's always going to catch you. We can look at the MLB right now. Who thought the Phillies were going to be in the World Series? Yeah, you got to play the games till you figure it out. It's not just based on paper. That's right. So, Although the Astros might... Just toss around the Phillies here. I don't know. We'll yeah, have to wait. And that's, see that. that's most likely what's going to happen. But but Bryce Harper's been lighting it up, so you never know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think for a quick breakdown, I don't know. You know what? Like, when we start getting guests on, we'll do some longer episodes, ask them some questions. But right now, it's breaking stuff down, giving our opinions, you know? So we'll keep doing that. We When things come up throughout the season, we'll definitely dive in deep. Um, but we do have, of course, the big end segment to every episode, the BE question of the week. So I'm going to ask you, who's underperforming that you expected to perform well? And who's overperforming that you maybe didn't expect, even though we sort of just went over this, but let's, you know, give me a couple guys here and there. Well, I'll just start with the overperformer, and I'm not going to say I'm surprised, but I feel like the general public is surprised that Sam Gagne is out here scoring goals for the Winnipeg Jets. Like, I don't even know if people thought he was going to score two goals all year, but he's out here. He's scoring big goals for the Jets in wins, and I love to see it. He's been a favorite of mine his whole NHL career. He hasn't played on too many good teams, and I'm hoping this year he plays on a really good team. He gets to go to the playoffs with the Jets, maybe even wins a round. 
he's that heart and soul kind of guy. He's Mr. Brightside. That's his song when he scores, right? I love to see that. And underperforming, that's a hard question for me. I mean, we did go over Stanley, but I wouldn't have said that I expected him to play all that great or anything. Um, hmm. Who do you have for underperformer? Well, I hate to say this one because I think he performs well all over the ice. And I think he does his part, but he's not playing his role. His role is a skill guy. We got him to score goals, right? We got him to make plays. We needed him to start finding the back of the net. And that's Mr. Kyle Connor. I don't think he's underperforming in the sense of moving around the ice, setting plays up. But we, his role and what everybody expected of him was to score a lot of goals. And we haven't seen that yet. Don't get me wrong. I think it comes. I'm not saying that any, by any means we got to get rid of Kyle Connor or he's the problem because he's out there moving and he's doing his job. But he's got to put it in the back of the net. He, we need a, he needs to get a greasy one. He's got to be in front and tip one in or throw one at the net and it hits off a defenseman or something. Just get the fire going in him. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. He's only got one goal, and I believe that goal is an empty netter, if I'm not mistaken. So he could score more. He has three points in six games. I mean, for a guy that's a 93-point scorer last year, you probably expect more. You probably expect maybe a point a game, but it is so early, and Kyle Connor's going to have a few games this season where he gets four or five points a night. That's right. So it'll all even out in the end, but I, I do agree with you. You might want to see a few more Genos from Kyle Connor early in the year. But it's coming. It's brewing. Just wait till Ehlers is back. Him and Ehlers have good chem. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would say underperforming, sort of. Uh, there's an asterisk there, but he is. Um, anybody else that I have? I mean, not really. Everybody else. I like again. Josh Morrissey. He is interested in me this year. I don't know how I feel about him right now. I think he's been playing well but of course i always want to see more of my love josh morrissey he's like one of my favorite players on the team but i would love to see a little bit more out of him well i'll just throw this out there as a joke but uh you know nikolai ehlers is underperforming because he's on the ir not performing at all get off the ir that's a hard one to choose i don't know if i have an underperformer right now unless we're talking about logan stanley but he's a career underperformer and I'm not going to beat a dead horse too much on a cloudy Tuesday afternoon, but yeah. 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 So, you know what? That's, uh, that's it. That's all we got today. Oh, all she wrote. So, you know what? Next week we're going to come back. I might even try for not next week. Do you know when we're coming back? Something like that. Something like that. I want to say it's early next week. I think I got to check my notes. Um, but yeah, we're going to come back early next week. Probably. Um, Check us out on the Twitter, of course. We're pretty active on the Twitter. We got a couple TikToks up. We're going to try to post a couple more. Uh, pretty much of each episode, we'll try to get a couple out just of little things we talk about. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. I'm really excited. Uh, this season's looking very promising. Fantasy-wise, tough week. Tough week. Do you want to explain why it was a tough week? So I put my name as the better half of the whiteout and uh, the not so better half sort of slaughtered me this week. Well, it was a close matchup for a while. 
it what was it like saturday or sunday where you just like ran away with it i pulled away a little bit i pulled away i took the the w in week one against Braden here i'm one or no he's zero and one Looking good for me and all looking good for him. You're talking about underperformers and overperformers of the whiteout here. You know, it's a pretty obvious choice. Yeah. And then in my other league, I made a big trade, though. I made a big trade in my other league. I went uh, Dubois and Tyson Berry for Ekblad and a fourth-round pick. Ekblad's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Big time injured. But I got him. So, is like, you're going to keep him or something? or? Maybe, yeah. It's, so odds are odds are pretty good, but he's injured. I figure when he comes back, right now I can I can risk a uh, an IR spot with him. Then when he comes back, starts. I need some help on defense. I got Morrissey. I got Hughes. Uh, I got Kalen Addison. I believe his name is off of Minnesota, the rookie. So I just picked him up. Hopefully he'll do something. It's an interesting move, but I got a fourth round pick out of it as well. Tyson Berry. I, I don't really care about um, Dubois. He's Dubois. PLD. Yeah, I love him, but I had to get rid of him. I had too many Jets players, too many Canucks players. So I made a move. See if it pays off. Not so far because I'm 0 2. Barry did score last night, by the way. I don't know if you want to hear that, but. I know. I know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, PLD is gone. I still do owe him a beer, so you know, tag him in our comments or something, so I can hook him up with whatever he drinks. I'm hoping it's something normal, so I have to. The Michelob guy. I hope so. I hope he's got to so. be a Michelob guy. That's you'd think, right? Like, I mean, I mean, he's not ordering like a cider or something. And I don't know. I don't think so. That's no. probably Logan Stanley. <laughs> Come on, don't do my don't do our boy Logan just, Stanley. Logan Stanley's yeah. definitely drinking straight tequila with the bottle. He's hard. He's the coolest guy around. Oh, if you want to hear a cool story, actually. So, Hennessy, actually. He's Hennessy. He's Hennessy. Yeah, I bet. I think definitely Hennessy. So if you want to hear a cool story. So uh it was Friday night, I believe. I was we were we were doing something. We were going to a club or something like that. And my buddy texts me, goes, come to local. And I, and of course, we're out by that point. It's fairly late. And uh, so whatever. We, we go to our beer league game the next, uh, or the Sunday. And he goes, uh, you want to see a cool picture? He met, uh, I guess, all the Blues players were in town. And they all went to local. So he met Bennington, O'Reilly, a bunch of the boys. Tarasenko was there, but not there, apparently, when he was there. Uh, he met some of the Jets guys, some of the Toronto guys. Uh, apparently Marner was there, but he didn't see, he didn't get to meet him. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's cool. If you got a chance before, before, after Jets games, uh, apparently locals like the hangout for these guys. Uh, no way they're going before they're not going for $6 Obama's before a game. Come on. You don't think Gagne I mean, I, is out there just throwing them back? No. The I don't veteran think move? Maybe Mitch Marner. Yeah, yeah, I bet Mitch Marner. Maybe Mitch Marner. Yeah. But no, if, you know, obviously they're there just on strange nights, so go to the local. Who knows? Oh, yeah, local's always popping after the Jets games. That's really cool that I didn't know NHL players went there, but. Apparently, you know. apparently that's like a, a spot in the league. Like, they all just know when they come to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might have to do with the, uh, the attendance of good-looking people going to local. 
Might have to. And for all of you. you... (laughs) And for all of you who are wondering how my beer league game went. I was an absolute I was an absolute unit. Three goals. Little hat trick for the kid. Yeah. Yeah. First one I threw at the net because the goalie was down and out, scored, lit a fire up under me, pocketed the next two. Everything I shot was going in. It's one of those nights. Could teach Kyle Connor a few things. Well Okay. Very happy for you, Braden. Very happy. Thanks. I had to brag. Carter, my what? roommate's outside, and he he's sick of hearing about it, so I told somebody else. Well, when you see Kyle Connor at local, you're obviously going to have to tell him. Well, I'm going to have to tell Like, I, I can show you how to put a puck in the net if you'd like me to. Just, like, take him aside, start doing your wrister, like the, <laughs> the air wrister. Yeah, yeah. Do my little <laughs> uh, my little shadow deking. Yeah, I'd be like, Connor, watch. Come, come here. Come here. Bathroom. Right now. <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, I bet he's heading, he's heading to the bathroom with me right then. He's not expecting. He's probably calling security on me. Yeah, I mean, maybe after you show him how to score in the bathroom. Whoa, whoa! You know what I meant. Yeah, I know. With the air, the air, the air wristers, the clap bombs from the top of the paint. Yeah. All right. Well, you know how it is. It is another end to an episode. Anything else you got to say, Noel? Not too much. Look forward to the next one. Stay classy, Jets fans.